I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, mics are hot. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are talking about the trailers for Cherry in Army of the Dead, in our movie of the week, Thor Ragnarok. Now, Javi, before we jump into these trailers and everything, uh, I have to apologize. Uh, I wanted to do Chinatown, 1984, Jack Nicholson. Such a classic is what I hear, but I've never seen it. And it's on our list. I was I was stoked to to watch one with you that we, neither of us have ever seen. Yeah, that was that was definitely the intent. I wanted to do like a, a old school movie, do some day drinking with the wife yesterday. <laughs> you know, and I sit down and turn on some HBO Max, which has been the hub for a lot of the movies that we've been watching and talking about on this yeah. pod. Have you noticed? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> been pretty consistent. <laughs> and I search for Chinatown. Well, I first look in my queue. Because I mm. queued it up a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, boom, definitely watch this movie tonight. Going to record on it tomorrow, and it's not there. So they just pulled it recently. Well, I don't know exactly when they did, but it had to have been in, within the last week, week and a half. Right, right. I then go search for Chinatown, and I get the episode to Entourage titled Chinatown. I'm like, I don't want this. <laughs> right. I mean, granted, <laughs> I, I could talk about Entourage all day, but I don't want to. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I apologize, guys. So that's why we're pivoting. It looks like that it is on Paramount Plus, and we don't really have that subscription yet. It's not in our budget, so... Well, we can uh throw it in down the line somewhere, figure it out. Definitely. So we're doing this week, guys, Thor Ragnarok. You're in for a good one, though. This is one of our favorite movies. Yeah, that sucks, you know, having to have all the different subscriptions sometimes. It's almost getting like like a regular cable subscription. Yeah, well, that's the reason I cut out my cable. 
because the, the, ca- the cable and all the subscriptions and everything was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and you had to have that big ass black box and everything. Yeah, and now it's just like slowly creeping back up. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. Yeah, there'll be some somebody who just kind of puts it all back together. It'll probably mm-hmm. be like Netflix or something. Who knows? But I mean, maybe it'll be moving in a pod. Maybe we'll figure it out. Boom! So start, I like your style. Start drafting that idea. Figure out how we're gonna do it. Uh, Awesome. So the uh, trailer to Cherry with our man Tom Holland. What'd you think? Well, I mean, the trailer I saw was pretty short, uh, but it looks like a good change of roles for him. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, it seems like he's taken this role to more of a dramatic role, yeah. and he's been through some shit. Oh yeah, a little <laughs> messed he, up, and he's going through some shit. Um, it's gonna see like you know. Obviously, love him in the action vehicles and, mm-hmm. and that Spider-Man and everything. But can he take a dramatic turn and actually act? Which I'm really excited for because Tom Holland does seem, you know, like he can act out of these action roles. So when well, we saw him get a little dramatic when he turned to Ash. That's all I'm saying. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing me back, man. Yeah. Oh, that, that, was, that was one of the most saddest parts of that movie. <laughs> So yeah, I think that's available actually right now, Cherry, on Apple TV Plus. So another subscription. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll figure out some time. We we'll add that onto the list of pods for the future. Yeah, that's funny you say that. You know, watch Thor this morning, uh, Ragnarok, an immediate rolled into uh, Infinity War. Yeah, <laughs> and now I got to watch Endgame tonight just to finish. <laughs> I mean, that is your Sunday right there, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's what, if you wanted to know what's on Javi's agenda, boom, you got it right there. (laughs) Got to watch them all. It's like Pokemon, but for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) There you go. Won't be long before they own the Pokemon too, so. Good gosh, they're probably trying. (laughs) Disney's going to own everything. 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 (laughs) What about Army of the Dead, man? What'd you think? Yeah, I saw this, uh, well, version of this trailer a long, about a month or so ago. I was pretty excited about it. I didn't know too much about it, but did a little research. And the trailer looks like it's going to be pretty fun. I like seeing uh, Dave Bautista. He's a guy that uh, has been doing a lot of good stuff. I'm enjoy- enjoying his movies. So it'll be pretty good. Oh, yeah. It just looks like fun. Um, you know, there's been uh, Night of the Dead, uh, Dawn of the Dead, uh, basically anything of the dead. It's basically dealing with these zombies. And with these zombies comes a lot of shooting, a lot of fun, a lot of action, yeah. a lot, a lot of sur- survival. Right? They try to put a lot of different uh, movie tropes at you. And this is also directed by Zack Snyder, yeah, who directed, I think, don't quote me, uh, crap, Night of the Dead, Army of the Dead, something of the Dead, uh, Day of the Dead, I believe is what it was, Day of the Dead or something. Yes, yeah. um, <laughs> that I watched a long t- time ago. Pretty excited for this one as well, man. It's going to be fun. You know, not just it's one of those home fronts, right? Turn your brain off and just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious to see how they play that storyline out of a heist in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Right? <laughs> like why? You know, just curious. That's really hey, what I want to know at all of it. <laughs> and, you know, I was just talking like, you know, after I was talking to my buddy Rico after COVID, we have to go back to Vegas. I see this trailer and I'm like, nope, nope. pass. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely see what happens there. Cool. Cool. 
So, once again, this week we are talking about Thor Ragnarok. This movie was released in 2017. This is directed by Taika Watiti. The writers, the screen room is Eric Pearson, Craig Kyle, and Christopher Yost. The budget on this movie was $180 million. The box office cranked out $854 million. They got paid on this one. Yeah, man. I liked that this movie made some money. I thought it was going to go over a billy, um, but little under. So right. did not really get there. Uh, starring in this movie is obviously Chris Helmsworth as Thor, alongside Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Kate Blanchett as Hela, Idris Elba as Himdahl, Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster, Tessa Thompson as Scrapper 142 or Valkyrie, uh, Carl Urban as Scourge, Mark Ruffalo <laughs> as the Hulk, and Anthony Hopkins as Odin. Odin's son. Yeah, definitely assembled a fire cast for this here. Uh, some other movies that were released in 2017. It was a big year for or uh, comic book movies again. Mm -hmm. uh, there was Justice League, there was Wonder Woman, there was Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, some other ones is Dunkirk, The Greatest Showman, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. That was just a fun movie. Oh, yeah. uh, St Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and then oh. Split. Uh, that weird movie, that weird M. Night Shyamalan movie that I definitely was in the theater for, so... Javi, go ahead and break it down for us, man. Give us a quick synopsis of what this movie is and is about. This is our third Thor movie, uh, Phase 3. Basically, on this one, you know, we've seen Thor save the Earth many times. Now he's trying to save his home from Ragnarok, which we'll talk about. Just goes through a different journey on this one than the ones he's been through. Uh, and then definitely just a different movie altogether from the other two Thors. <laughs> uh he tag teams the uh the prophecy of Ragnarok with his brother of uh, Valkyrie Hulk and they all come together to trying to save the day. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it here. Uh Marvel wastes no time. They do their <laughs> their Marvel cinematic, you know, scroll that they do that they're notorious for mm -hmm. and we see this shot of Thor and he's in these chains and he's in this cage. Uh, we think that he's monologuing about his yeah. <laughs> time between Age of Ultron and right now because uh, he's just talking and we just see this close-up shot of his face and then it pans out and he's actually talking to the skeleton, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's talking to the skeleton, telling him, uh, you know, sometimes you got to be, you got to be caught to find out, you know, what's really going on. Oh, yeah. So he, he's there on purpose, obviously. Thor just doesn't get chained up. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, like, we don't see it. It's all off camera. But it seems like Thor has been through a lot of stuff mm -hmm. in between Age of Ultron and at this very moment. So while he's monologuing, talking to the skeleton, he actually gets dumped down and is hanging by these chains. And he's face-to-face -face with this hellscape fire demon called Serta. And this guy is pretty scary. Yeah. He's just on fire. Definitely scary. And there's a lot of monologuing in here. And this is actually mm. off the gate. We're three minutes in. This is yeah. one of my favorite scenes right here, Javi, right? <laughs> right. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Uh, Thor is talking to him and starts getting him to confess his bad guy plan, right? <laughs> what, his, what his prophecy is. And he keeps asking him these questions. And 
he starts he's like what is ragnarok you know <laughs> tell me what walk me through it what's gonna happen uh and through mm-hmm. this uh a little a funny thing it's like the rest of the movie he's spinning on that chain and, and he gets spinning to where his back's facing him and he's like hold on hold on give me a minute <laughs> I'll, I'll be back around. But they go through that, and during this talk, too, uh, Thor finds out Odin is actually not on Asgard at this time. Yeah. And he talks about, uh, you know, he could let him go, or he could choose plan, you know, plan B, and Thor break out the chains. <laughs> uh, so this time he's got his hand out waiting on uh, Mjolnir to come through, and it starts busting through walls and everything else. And then we get that awesome Led Zeppelin song, uh, Immigrant Song. I oh, love it. And he starts whooping ass, right? <laughs> yeah, and this is a really dope fight scene. It's uh, classic Thor, just whooping ass, taking names, fighting. Eventually knocks off the 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 crown of Serta because that's what is going to bring about Ragnarok. So he's like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop this by knocking off this crown. I'm going to take it with me. <laughs> you know, chains it to his back and starts taking off. He starts getting chased by this this demon dragon thing. What the hell yeah. is this? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, some kind of fire dragon. I don't know. Uh, well, what's cool too is like this scene. I felt like it was not just Thor's scene; it was Mjolnir's scene too. Yeah, you know, they were like partners in this scene, and it was fantastic. Yeah. So talking about that, right? We. We have seen his hammer before, and I'm going to say his hammer because I cannot pronounce that. You know, it's always been his weapon, you know, his yeah. of choice here. But it looks like Taika Watiti decided to bring the hammer front and center and show it's a part of Thor. Yeah. So it's just as much Thor as Thor is the hammer. You know, they're, they're yeah. one in, in, in the same there. So that was really, really cool and fun to see the hammer up, up close. Thor uh, gets out from the cave. He's on the surface of this planet, and he's got that uh, dragon chasing after him. And uh, he gets caught up in the mouth of it, and he just drops the hammer right on the jaw of the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to call to him, uh, Hemdall to pick him up with the Bifrost. Then he starts taking off, and the thing's chasing him. And finally, the Bifrost appears, and he heads to Asgard. So in between that time, in between him... Uh, dropping the hammer on the dragon's mouth. We actually get a shot of this character, Scourge, yeah. played by Carl <laughs> Urban. He's at the Bifrost, and he's entertaining <laughs> these ladies, right? We don't really know what he's about or what you know why he's even there. We're actually trying to figure out where the yeah. hell Hemdall is, right? We're, we're so used to seeing Idris Elba in, in, that, in that area, but he wasn't. So that was pretty interesting and cool. And guys, this movie is just like chock full of just... Mm-hmm funny bits throughout the entire movie at one point you know the girls are like hey they're it's calling you it's calling yeah. you the bifrost is calling you. you know all you hear is thor uh like calling yeah. for the bifrost and scorch has this shake weight he's just showing off <laughs> doing the shake weight <laughs> yeah yeah the shake weight we get thor through the bifrost so he's back into this uh back on asgard and he brings with them accidentally the uh, head of this demon dragon <laughs> and the girls are covered in all this like dragon goo yeah. and stuff like that it was just a wild opening man mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thor asks scourge you know where is 
Himdall, you know, what's going on. He finds out that he's actually a fugitive at the moment, and we'll find out why here shortly. So Thor takes off, and he heads into the city, and Scourge takes off running to uh, catch up to him so he can announce that he's here. <laughs> <laughs> so as Thor approaches uh, one of the buildings in Nazgard, there's a giant Loki statue. Uh, <laughs> then he walks up on, he walks up on a... Uh, Odin sitting on the couch eating some grapes, watching a play. We see uh, Matt Damon as Loki and Luke Hemsworth <laughs> as Thor, and they're acting out the scene from the Dark World uh, where Loki supposedly died. Yeah, <laughs> let's not let's not forget the the always talented Sam Neill is playing Odin in this scene as well, right? So it's like we're watching the end of Thor: The Dark World <laughs> as a play. Right in front of our eyes, right? It's just such a fun scene, guys. <laughs> There's a gigantic applause, right, for when, when they finish off the play. And uh, Thor yells out, Father. And under <laughs> Odin's breath, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> when he sees Odin. <laughs> so Thor tells him, he says, I like the statue uh, of Loki. You know, it's a little less weaselly, less greasy than when he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got that uh, that crown uh, the Surtur <laughs> crown that he gives one of the guards yeah. to take to the vault. He tells him that he's been dreaming of Ragnarok. You know, he's been dreaming of Asgard, you know, going up in flames. He says while he's out there, he learned that all the realms are in chaos. And, you know, he, he knows that it's not Odin at this point. So he uh, locks up Loki and he throws his hammer. He says, you know, nothing nothing stops Mjolnir, you know, until he gets to his hand. Yeah, And then... Loki, you know, gives up the act and he takes off the uh, the Odin disguise and it's just it's Loki. He's the one that's been running Asgard. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember, uh, well, I can't remember exactly which. I guess it was the Dark World, where the, yep, the it was at the, the end, end of the scene. store of the Dark Robe. Yeah, yeah, he's sitting on the throne. Uh, After the scene, there is a little bit of uh, exposition between the two, yeah. and Thor. Really doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a damn that he's on the throne. He just wants to know where his father is, right? Mm -hmm. Loki knows exactly where he is. So then there's this breakneck scene where they jump on the Bifrost and head to Midgard, which is Earth. Mm -hmm. And they're in front of Shady Acres in New York City. And it's being bulldozed, right? So it's like this retirement home. That he left Odin at, that he's Odin is no longer yeah. at. Right? Yeah, he says. He says, "Is this where you left him? Is that on the side? Is that on the sidewalk or where the building's being destroyed?" <laughs> oh man! So there's uh some girls who come up and take a picture with Thor, and then Loki gets taken through this sling ring portal, yeah. um, and then Thor is left with a card with an address. Thor approaches this door at this address, knocks, and automatically in Doctor Strange's home. There's some there's some exposition a little bit. He can put down his he can put down his umbrella, <laughs> which is actually doubling as his hammer. Uh, they sit down. Strange gives him this huge beer, automatically refills it a few times for him, <laughs> and just wants to know why the hell is Loki on Earth? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, hey, we're lo looking for our. Looking for our dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Loki's apparently on a watch list, right? He's, he's done got himself there. Yeah. So uh, he's like looking for our dad. You know, if that's what we're doing. So Strange is like, so if I agree to help you guys look for your dad, look for Odin, Loki leaves Earth. Thor's like, yeah, sure, why not? So once again, at breakneck speed, Strange uh, 
goes through all this incantation to find out exactly where he is. Heck, he doesn't he drop and say that he's in Norway, like off the gate. And then he starts casting a spell to try to figure out exactly where he is in Norway or right. something of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So apparently he wanted to stay in exile and I don't think they ever explained why strange knew, but something we'll never know, I guess. <laughs> or we might find out in the new Dr. Strange movie. Oh, maybe. How he's just all knowing like that. Yeah. Strange makes a portal to Norway and tells Thor, don't forget your umbrella, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he reaches out and uh, the umbrella starts flying through the walls of the sanctum. He's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Loki's been falling to nowhere this whole time through this portal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he fa- he opens the portal up in the air and he falls and hits lands face first in the ground and then dr strange sends him to norway uh so now the brothers they're in norway and they see odin and odin is sitting down on this rock or whatever and he's looking out over the cliff at the crashing waves that's a really gorgeous scene odin tells him that he doesn't have much time left uh odin explains that ragnarok is approaching and that she is coming we have no clue who the hell she is nope. and so they ask <laughs> uh <it's> the god is <laughs> It's the goddess of death, uh, his firstborn, their sister. Um, he explains that he imprisoned her and that she grows stronger the closer she gets to Asgard. Thor's like, nah, dad, you know, like we always do. We'll just kick ass and take names yeah. and, you know, we'll do what we do. Odin is like, not anymore. And a little bit more exposition and then Otis, Odin vanishes into the air. Thor starts blaming Loki for all this, you know, sending Odin into exile and putting whatever magic he put on him and in the background this portal starts opening and there's like green light coming through and this is a really cool scene where they're walking towards the portal they they kind of drop their arguing and thor smashes his umbrella on the ground and yeah. changes into <laughs> you know a uh his warrior outfit with mjolnir and loki suits up as well and we see hella come out of the portal and she is a badass oh yeah she tells them to kneel before their queen Thor throws Mjolnir, and she catches it. They're all in disbelief, and she crushes it. Destroys his hammer right in front of him. It looks like that was her weak hand, too, bro. Yeah. That wasn't even her strong <laughs> hand. Like... <laughs> right. <laughs> right so this, this chick is strong. So Loki gets really scared and just yells, what, bring us back? Bring, bring us back, bring us back. Yeah. And they start going to the Bifrost and they're flowing through. And this is, I don't remember. This is our first time seeing like the inside of the Bifrost. We never really saw. I I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's ever yeah. shown like what goes on in it. Yeah, but. Which isn't a whole lot, but. Which isn't a whole lot. <laughs> There's floating up, but you know, it's it's really cool to see. So Thor's, Thor's going, Loki's going, and then they, they look down and Hela's following behind them. Hela kicks out. Loki and he starts floating down so he's out of the Bifrost she goes up to Thor and starts giving him the business and he starts he gets kicked out of the Bifrost mm-hmm. and you just see her just kind of ascend up to Asgard we're like oh crap <laughs> yeah she lands at the Bifrost and uh the Warriors 3 are waiting there and she takes him out like oh with, like, with the quickness like man. with no problem whatsoever yeah. And then Scourge is standing there. He's still mopping up uh, dragon blood, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm just the janitor. And he just, he just mopped the floor. 
she offers him a job basically based off his instincts and telling her that he was a janitor when she knows better. So yeah, she offers him this job and uh, before we even get to the next thing, I just like this. She just looks, she's at the uh, start of the Bifrost like bridge and she just looks on Asgard. And yeah. It's almost like I'm home, baby. You know? yeah. yeah. As soon as she gets, as soon as she steps foot on the Bifrost, she's like already feeling the power. Yeah. So it jumps to Thor and Thor is crash landed on this planet. No clue where he is, but he is around a bunch of scrap metal and trash and stuff keeps kind of falling <laughs> as well. So he's trying to avoid all the scrap that's trying to fall on his head. Um, he kind of climbs on top of some like this trash heap and he sees a city in the distance. Place is nothing but trash. Yeah. Like it's just, just a trash planet except for a little city in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> We see a ship approaching uh, with a bunch of strange alien type beings and they're trying to like capture him. And he kind of like puts his hand back like he's trying to call on his hammer. Yeah. But, but then he's like, you can, he doesn't say it, but you can see on his face like, shit, she broke my hammer. Right? Yeah. I ain't got it no more. Pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once again, we just talked about it earlier. It's been an extension of yeah. him. So he starts fighting them, but is easily put down because they put him in this weird electric net or whatever. So they start just molly whopping him and beating <laughs> him, right? Another ship lands and a woman drinking approaches. She claims Thor like he is mine. And then she starts walking down her bridge to collect what's hers. And she falls off the bridge. Well, mind you, she's drunk. Uh, she gets up, claims him again, you know, he is mine, and they just start laughing at her. And then she takes these, what is that? Like, she has these, like, gun cannon things that are gauntlets? Yeah, like, she has, like, the gauntlets on that remote control arms on her ship. That was that was cool to watch, man. Yeah. One thing, too, I started really liking here is the, the score for this movie. Real kind of techno score. Cool songs. It was, yeah, it was... It was a pretty interesting uh, take. Yeah, so she sets up these uh, guns, remote control guns on her ship, and she blows the whole, all those aliens to pieces. Yeah. There's like nothing left of them. Thor starts to talk to her, and she puts a little device on his neck <laughs> that shocks him. It's just like a little button kind of look. And she shocks him and knocks him out. She drags him onto her ship, and they head out towards the city to meet the boss. Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Thor awakes in her ship and he's asking all these questions and like, he's got to get back to Asgard. Mm -hmm. Like, where the hell is he at? You know, I'm Lord of lightning or whatever he says. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about this in a few few minutes. Why I use that. But then he actually like mashes the glass and kind of cracks it a little bit. So she just electrifies his ass again. And just, he he's out. The next scene, we're actually back on Asgard. And Hela's talking to all the Asgardians, having like a big uh, town hall type meeting. And she explains to them who she is, and she wants to rule over all the realms, like like her and Odin did at one time. Yeah. Uh, tells them, you know, kind of quick backstory of whatever, you know, what she's done. And one of the guards comes out and says, whoever you are, surrender now. And she's like, did you not listen to a word I just said? <laughs> But, yeah, this was cool because I like how he put her like real far in the distance on the scene. Yeah. Serious thing she said, but it was still funny just because of the <laughs> like she looks so small compared to the everything going on. And in regular fashion, she whoops everybody's oh, ass. Yeah. This is a dope scene where she whoops everybody's ass, kills everybody. You know, she has these spikes that appear out of, out of nowhere. 
Do you notice all of the ships and all the cannons and everything in the background? She just takes out as well. Oh, yeah. With the quickness. Yeah, she took out the ships. Yeah, I mean, she was taking out people right in front of her. She was fighting people and still killing people around her. Yeah. Like, further away from throwing those daggers. So, yeah, she does all that, and then Scourge walks up through, you know, the pile of bodies she left. (laughs) And that initial guard that was talking to her and told her to surrender is still alive. And then she impales him. Yeah, she's... She's definitely a beast, man. Mm-hmm. We all see a quick shot of Heimdall, really quick shot of him on a ledge, kind of making his way around, right? So we know he's a, tr- we know he's this traitor. You know, we don't really know what the hell is going on with his story, but kind of get this quick shot of him keeping him in the loop. Yeah, he's climbing up to the Bifrost. Yeah. Then we flash to like a black screen where it's like uh looks like a the looks like space, and it sounds like machines. T- uh, starting to turn on these things are going on and we just see thor sitting in a chair <laughs> and he's like going through this weird vr presentation of sakar which is the planet he's on and they talk about it's a collection point for all lost and unloved things introduces the grand master and he's the creator of sakar and also the creator of the contest of champions you know, while Thor is going through this little tunnel and kind of getting this VR experience here, I don't know if you, you noticed, but uh, there's actually that Willy Wonka music in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's supposed to do some sort of like a mind control or something, but... Obviously doesn't work on the God of Thunder. Yeah. But then, it, but then the voice says that you're about to meet the Grandmaster in five, four, and there's just count, <laughs> countdown... At the end of the countdown, you see Thor, and he's just screaming. (laughs) And he's in this great hall right in front of the Grandmaster and all these people, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right? So he's face-to-face with the Grandmaster. The Grandmaster thanks the girl who who shocked Thor. Uh, Her name is actually Scrapper142, played by the brilliant Tessa Thompson. Um Thor's in this chair, and this chair can move around, I guess, this great hall, and yeah. Thor's actually side-by-side side with this other guy. It's a weird scene, guys. Mm. I apologize. And Grandmaster pardons this guy yeah. with this goo stick? What is, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, I pardon you, and he, he's all excited, and he says, from life. And then, <laughs> yeah, it's like a... Some sort of staff that, yeah, turned him into goo. <laughs> Apparently, it was very gross and smelled. <laughs> so, like, Thor's freaking out. It's, you know, disgusting smell. And Thor's like, he's going back to Asgard. And Grandmaster yeah. <laughs> makes the mistake and says, Asgard? 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 Yeah. What, what, what are you talking about here? So the Grandmaster kind of goes off and does his thing. And Thor sees Loki. He yells for him. And Loki says he's been there for weeks. Yeah. Even though Thor has only been there for literally a few hours, but Loki's not going to help him out. He's gotten good with the Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not trying to mess up his place. So Thor is still trying to, you know, get out and, and leave and everything. And the Grandmaster says, if you want to leave, you have to defeat the champion. Thor says, okay, let's do it. And let's not forget the Grandmaster is Jeff Goldblum. So. Yeah, that's a whole nother level of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, it's not just you're not going to get boring dialogue. Like, I, yeah. like nothing I can say or Javi can say is going to do Jeff Goldblum's lines as yeah. justice. So 
I don't know about you, Javi, but I'm not going to even try, okay, no. like, to deliver them. They're no. so awesome. The, the only line I would have quoted from Jeff Goldblum is when he said, uh, Thor had sparkle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I I will I will say, if you have not seen this movie yet, uh, Jeff Goldblum is, like, the highlight of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, and then this next character that we're going to meet as well. Yeah, so we're talking about the uh, Contest of Champions. Yes. They put Thor in this cell kind of thing. Uh, it's more like a hallway where they hold all of the champions. And we meet Korg, which is, uh, he's like a rock a rock person. He's made of rocks. And uh, we find out that Korg tried to start a revolution at some point. <laughs> <laughs> to try to escape from there because apparently nobody escapes from there. Thor tries to take off running and he runs down the hallway and it's like a circle. It's a infinite circle and he just comes back to the other side. You mean a freaky circle? Freaky circle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they start talking about uh, people not being able to beat the current champion and he brings up Doug. You know, <laughs> he's uh, the previous contender against the current champion and he's no longer around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, he's around. He's just dead on the floor. Korg is my uh, second favorite character in this whole movie. Obviously, it's Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster, but Korg is this rock monster, but he's voiced by the director, Taika Waititi, yeah. who's also a, an actor and just does a fantastic job, man. He's just like, hey, man, I'm I'm Korg. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just, and I can't even do it justice. Yeah. It's just yeah. so good. <laughs> It's so good and it's so fun. We're like, I just want more of Korg in the MCU as yeah. much as possible, please. Well, luckily we got a little more of them after this one. Yeah. Yeah. So the next scene we're on Asgard. Uh, we see Hela and Scourge in the uh, the castle, for lack of a better word. And Hela rips down the lies that she says are currently painted on the ceiling of it. And it reveals Hela and Odin and them basically being side by side, being rulers of the realms. And that she starts explaining that she wanted to do more and Odin wanted to take on a different role. He wanted to go from being that person who's been taking over a bunch of, you know, civilizations and realms to being more of a, a protector and a provider as a king. And he... Didn't want her to keep going like she was going, so she locked her, locked her ass up. Yeah, so she goes, you know, she's she's there. She goes to the treasure room, says that the gold gauntlet is fake, and looks at a bunch of other treasures and saying, fake, fake, that's crap. Ooh, that yeah. one's nice, looking at the um, tes Tesseract. And then she takes, uh, she feasts her eyes on the internal flame and uses it to awake dead Asgardian soldiers. She, like, makes this big-ass hole in the ground, jumps down there with this flame, and wakes up all these, you know, dead entombed soldiers. And that's basically her undead army. And her doggy, uh, Fenris. Oh, yeah, that's a big-ass dog, man. Yeah. Yeah, so when she wakes them back up, it looks like they're pretty much all under her control. The next scene, we have Thor, and he's in that freaky circle thing, kind of <laughs> mourning his father's death. And he's just kind of sitting there moping and then he's approached by loki and he's talking to loki in his little exposition loki's like we should probably work together kind of get on the grandmaster's good side and you yeah. know rise ascend in this place 
one thing about Loki, he's always just looking for power and being able to rule and being in like con- control. Mm-hmm. And Thor is not about that life. He's more about just being the hero and helping the little man out. And so Thor doesn't want to hear it. So he throws a rock and the rock just goes through. So it's not actual Loki. Loki's <laughs> like, you actually think I was going to come here? This is a place yeah. to dump. What do you think I'd be here? <laughs> so, you know, Loki's trying to explain to him, like, this is a good idea for us to kind of rise and be on the Grandmaster's side. And Thor just keeps on throwing rocks and throwing rocks and throwing <laughs> rocks at him, right? And he's not there. So, you know, it was, it was a quick scene and Thor's like, I'm not about it. So, yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about Korg here, too. Uh, Thor throws a glass bottle at Loki, and it smashes. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Korg is running in, and he, like, throws, like, a kick at the wall. <laughs> he said, piss off, Get ghost. out of here, you goose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. And then Meek's back there ready to fight, too. It's just fun. Like we talked about Meek. <laughs> uh, Meek is uh, Korg's sidekick. Just weird little... He's... I don't... He's a like slug a worm. worm thing. Yeah. yeah, he's like a slug in like a exo suit that has knives and stuff on it. And he has <laughs> knives for hands, right? <laughs> so they're out of the uh whole the, the freaky circle room and they're like in a fighter prep area. Uh, a lot of the fighters are getting their weapons and stuff, getting ready for the uh contest. And this is another funny Korg scene they're talking about weapons and fighting and Thor's talking about his hammer and how uh throw the hammer and it, it'd fly he said the it'd fly like on your back right? <laughs> <laughs> he said no i throw it and it pulled me off and he's like whoa it, hammer pulled you off <laughs> yeah he's such a good character yo i can't believe that disney let them put these jokes in this movie man like so good. I also like that Cord Cord was like, "Here, how about this weapon?" And this weapon is like this humongous bow staff, but it has like three stakes three at the end, <laughs> three points. And and Thor's like, "Nah, I'm good." And Cord's like, "Yeah, you're probably right, unless you're going against three vampires who are really close together. <laughs> like this is this is unnecessary." <laughs> oh, there's so many yeah. good just bits in this movie, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So on one side, it's the, you know, the prisoners. And on the other side of this, like, electric wall, it's like a bar for, you know, the scrappers and stuff like that to come in. And Thor sees Scrapper 142. You know, I don't know if we want to call her Valkyrie or not. Really her name, but I don't. I'm just going to call her 142. I am IMDB and Wikipedia call her Valkyrie. So, But that was the group of all of them. He was part of the Valkyrie. I I thought it was weird as well. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it either. Unless, unless that was just their names. Their names are Valkyrie. They didn't really have. You are no longer a person. No longer. Yeah, you're just Valkyrie now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna call it 142. (laughs) That. Korg uh, tells Thor, "You got to look out for those Asgardians." Talking about 142, and he notices that she has a tattoo which is a Valkyrie tattoo. Starts trying to talk to her about helping him, and they need to save the Asgard, and Odin's not on the throne. Hela's trying to take over the throne, and she shocks him again because he starts yeah, getting she... a little uh, little riled up. Just a little bit there. <laughs> so he's dragged into this chair. He's laying on the ground. A couple of guards drag him into this chair, and uh, this is Stanley's cameo, and he's like, he tells Thor, says, all right, my hands aren't as steady as they used to be. 
<laughs> and Thor's like, you do not touch my hair. You know, if you do that, you know what's going to happen. And then he turns on this weird hand saw thing to cut his hair. And <laughs> Thor says, please, kind sir, don't cut my hair. <laughs> Changes the bass in his voice real quick. <laughs> so we enter the arena where the Grandmaster, there's like this humongous projection of the Grandmaster, and he's hyping up the crowd for the main event. Thor walks in as the Grandmaster is announcing the champion. You know, the crowd gets excited. There's all this um, Hulk green colored smoke filling yeah. up, like stuff in there. And like, like I said, everybody is just super excited about what's about to happen. And, you know, the Grandmaster's hyping him up, hyping him up, and then enters Hulk. You know, Loki's watching it from the Grandmaster's uh, suite. And Loki says <laughs> he has to get off this planet and tries to run away. And Grandmaster <laughs> stops him, right? <laughs> Just a quick callback to the end of the first Avengers movie. Loki's not a fan of the Hulk, so yeah. I just think this is the first time he's been called the Incredible Hulk. Well, yeah, yeah. So when Thor sees him, he screams "Yes!" real loud, right? And <laughs> <laughs> it get the whole stadium gets real quiet. And Thor's like, "Yeah, we know each other. He's a friend from work." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so this was in the trailer leading up to this movie and everybody yeah. was like if that's the line oh i'm definitely in line to see this movie yeah. okay like that line set the entire tone for this movie about like this is gonna be fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah he starts talking about you know what's happened while banner's been gone and he says you know lost my hammer that happened like yesterday so that's pretty fresh <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps calling him Banner, and the Hulk starts getting mad. He says, you know, no Banner, only Hulk. And then they start fighting. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dope scene, right? Um, this is a humongous fight scene between the two. This is taken from a comic, uh, Planet Hulk, where they everybody kept on asking, like, let's get a Planet Hulk movie, let's get a Planet Hulk movie, you know. And this is the closest thing that we've gotten so far yeah. to that Planet Hulk movie. I highly recommend if you've never seen the short hour and 10 minute cartoon do it otherwise read the comic book it's, fa it's fantastic <laughs> but thor hits him with a mallet and then you know thor, uh hulk goes flying and then tries to do the age of ultron sun getting low thing <laughs> like <laughs> yeah the lullaby yeah the, the 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 lullaby thing that uh Scarlett Johansson's character did, black widow and hulk's not about that life he, yeah, he, he literally makes it pretty far him. He does. He's he like does. rubbing. He's rubbing his fingers on his palms. <laughs> just, just picks him up as a rag dog and just beats mm -hmm. him into the ground, right? And then Loki gets up and goes, "Yeah, that's how it feels." Man. Yeah. How do you like like it, right? Because that's exactly what Hulk did to him at the end of Avengers. So another great yeah. callback. Yeah, this is a couple of good lines in this, and they're still fighting. And Thor's like, "What do you do when you're embarrassing me?" <laughs> I told him we were friends. I love that line. That's my yeah. favorite line of the whole movie. Because he's he's actually just angry with them. He's like, "Why are you, you know, you're embarrassing me?" Yeah. Good. Yeah, and they fight and fight, and Hulk uh, ends up having Thor in the ground, and he's punching his face a lot, like yeah, just just drilling him into the ground. Thor starts to have a kind of really? a reaction from all this going on. A vision, yeah, and. A burst of lightning comes out of him. At this point, Thor's about to win. Right? He's about to, to finish off Hulk, and the Grandmaster hits him with the uh, the control that sets the shocker 
off on his neck. Yeah. And then this is where Hulk jumps up in the air, like way above the arena and comes down and punches Thor in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I guess basically just ends, ends it there and wins the, wins the match. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. While we're on this break, we wanted to take a moment and thank our listeners. Thank you all for subscribing and listening to Movie in a Pod. And we want to engage with you a lot more on all of our cinematic adventures. So Movie in a Pod now has a Facebook page. Let's discuss recent trailers, favorite movies, and what's coming down the pipeline for all of our viewing pleasure. Sicario. Men in Black. Casino Royale. Big. Leprechaun. Halloween. Zoolander. Crazy Stupid Love. And a guilty pleasure, Never Back Down. Don't forget, we are also on Twitter and Instagram at Movie in a Pod. Let's chat about movies, guys. All right, and we're back. Okay, so we are on Asgard now. Hela explains to Scourge that she was Odin's executioner. Then she hires Scourge as her executioner. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He had a job already, he just didn't know what it was. (laughs) So she makes him an axe, and he takes it, and he just accepted the job offer. They head to the Bifrost, and then they see that the sword that controls the Bifrost is gone. And we flash over to a forest there on Asgard, and there's uh, people running from soldiers, and they run into Hemdal. He kills all the soldiers. He's got the sword, his sword, you know, basically is, is what it is. And they start heading over to the mountains to a secret hideout, big stronghold, where most of the Asgardians are hiding out to try to stay safe. Aren't moved there. So then we jump back to Sakar and Thor is being tended to, um, and he wakes up in Hulk's quarters. He's just like kind of looking around this humongous room, and he sees yeah. Hulk bathing. And he says, "Hulk in a hot tub." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Th- Thor is trying to figure out like how Hulk arrived there. Hulk says Quinjet, and then makes this kind of splash thing into yeah. the into the hot tub like he's a child. He's like, "Okay, the Quinjet, but where is the?" the Quinjet, and then Hulk pops out of the hot tub naked, and Hulk, uh, Thor's like, well, I'll never unsee that. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk walks to the window and points down and shows Thor the Quinjet. Thor's trying to get Hulk to come back to Asgard. Hulk declines, and Thor is stuck anyway mm-hmm. as there's a shield on the door. So a little bit of exposition that happens there. Basically, Thor, you're not going anywhere, bro. Yeah. As Hulk leaves to train with Valkyrie Scrapper 142, whatever we're calling her. This is a really cool interesting scene, which I don't think we've seen before either in the Thor series. Uh, Thor calls Heimdall. He uses his eyes to see what's going on on Asgard and Heimdall explains you know, there's all this chaos they're taking shelter, they're running from all these undead soldiers. Really cool scene. I really like it. Heimdall tells Thor that he is on a planet surrounded by doorways and to go through the biggest door. <laughs> yeah. So Hulk and Thor are now together. I guess it's later in the day at this point, bickering back and forth about being bad friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thor tells him at some point that uh, everybody on Earth hates him. He gets pretty upset about it. Uh, th- this is a kind of long scene where they just bicker back and forth, like two friends that are mad at each other. Thor apologizes for saying that you know, Earth hates him and ask him for a favor. Later on, uh, 
Scrapper 142 shows up to meet Hulk, and Thor is there waiting to talk to her. Uh, he explains, you know, the situation with Odin again and Hela, and he's trying to get her to join his team, right? He's got a team put together. It's him, 142, and Hulk, and Hulk says, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks at her, I guess it's, he says, I guess it's just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> we get a little backstory here that she was part of the Valkyrie, and she was there when... Hela was being locked up by Odin, and most of the Valkyrie did not survive. Yeah, we get the vibe as well that she doesn't really give a damn about Asgard anymore. Yeah. Like, none at all. Yeah, so he gets real close uh, to her while she's talking. He picks the controller out of her pocket, the one for the shocker device on his neck, and he turns it off and takes it off. (laughs) Yeah, and he starts uh, talking about being a hero, and he throws like a some kind of ball, like a bowling ball kind of thing, at the window, and it bounces <laughs> back and knocks him on his ass. <laughs> he ju- he jumps up real cool and uh, jumps out the window. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's what heroes do. <laughs> Thor drops down into the Quinjet, um, but he can't fire it up. Right, he's trying all these different voice commands, like. Strongest Avenger, uh, biggest <laughs> Avenger, all these things. And he goes, damn it, Stark, point break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which we have to do a pod on point break as well, man. Love yes. that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the voice print is needed to access his point break. And as soon as it starts firing up, Hulk enters <laughs> uh, and starts destroying the Quinjet, right? Straight bull in a china shop situation. No regard for this damn... <laughs> Quinjet at all um starts destroying everything but then pops up that uh a video of romanoff by the end of age of ultron mm-hmm. and uh he turns back into bruce banner they dialogue a little bit after he turns back into bruce banner free he, you know he's freaking out mm-hmm. and they you know try to figure out how to get off this planet together <laughs> did you cut your hair Looks good <laughs> Love Mark Ruffalo, man. <laughs> uh, then we see uh, another gigantic hologram with the Grandmaster. He's asking for Thor to be captured because he helped his champion escape. Yeah. So he's recruiting the whole planet to look to look for him. You know, they're in the Quinjet, and then they're talking, and, you know, Banner's getting a little uh, freaked out. <laughs> and Thor keeps doing the lullaby on him to try to keep him. <laughs> You know, keep Banner as Banner so the Hulk doesn't come back out. Yeah. Just get, the sun's getting real low. That's all he keeps saying. Next, we see uh, Loki and 142 uh, in the Grandmaster's office, and they're talking about finding Thor and the Hulk. Uh, they agree to do it in an hour, right? Yeah. <laughs> so as they're leaving the Grandmaster's office, her and Loki start to fight. And at some point, Loki sees her tattoo, her Valkyrie tattoo, and says, you know, that must be a horrible memory. And he touches her head, and he's, it shows us that point in time where the Valkyrie were attacking Hela, and they were all being killed. And she kicked everybody's ass. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Except for except for uh, Scrapper 142 there. Yeah. <laughs> the next scene we have is uh, Banner and Thor... And they're just kind of like in a, in the city square, and Thor's again doing like sun's getting low, sun's 
just trying to calm him down, right? He's yeah. really just trying doing everything in his power to calm him down. Thor's trying to figure out like why is he freaking out? Yeah. He's like he's like, I'm on an alien planet. Yeah. <laughs> Thor's like, You've been on a planet before and Banner's like, Yeah, one. <laughs> I've been on one other planet yeah, before. One. <laughs> so they're just like trying to get away and still trying to get a plan together how they're gonna get off this planet. Valkyrie ends up finding Thor and Banner and they agree to team up against Hela. Thor calls them the Revengers and then starts <laughs> dishing out like like you can get revenge. You can get revenge. Hey, hey, do you, do you want some revenge as well? Yeah. <laughs> God, this movie's just so uh, fun. Uh, she explains to them she has a peace offering for him, right? Yeah, yeah. She shows them Loki that she has tied up. And because the last time that Thor saw Loki, he was a projection, mm-hmm. throws something at him. He was like, oh, you really are here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just had to be sure. This is funny too. So when Banner walks in, he says, uh, "Last time I saw you, uh, you were trying to kill everybody." He says, "How are you uh, doing these days?" And he says, "It varies from moment to moment." <laughs> <laughs> Bruce's face was fantastic. <laughs> he was like, "Oh my god, this guy's crazy." Yep. And they <laughs> they start talking uh, about their plan. Valkyrie says, "You know, we can." get back to Asgard if we go this way in about 18 months. Thor says, or we can go through a portal, the big one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where uh, uh, 142 says, the devil's anus? <laughs> <laughs> Bruce was eating a sandwich or something. He's like, anus, what? What's going on? <laughs> and, during oh this, and during this time, Loki is tied up. Yeah. But he's trying to show like, hey, um... I'm valuable as well. I have the access code to the ships and all of your, everything around here. Right. So they agree to uh, use his dumbass as well. In Loki fashion, watch out. There's something up yeah. his sleeve. Yeah, they talk about uh, how Loki's already tried to kill him. He says, well, he attempted to kill me just a while ago. And Thor <laughs> says he's tried to kill me a lot of times. <laughs> this is this was my one of my favorite parts of the movie where he tells the story about... Uh, Snake. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was my favorite part. So, uh, Valkyrie, uh, she she breaks out Korg and the rest of the crew because Thor said, we're going to start a revolution way to the ship. They're on this elevator and they're talking. You know, this is is actually a really cool moment between brothers, you know, how they've gone their separate way, but Thor thought the world to him and everything. As the elevator is getting to its destination, Thor's like, um, we're gonna do what is it called? Help me. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get, yeah, get we're help. Gonna do, yeah, get we're help. gonna do we're gonna do get help. And <laughs> and Loki's like, we're not doing get get help. And then the next scene, the elevator opens and Thor's like, Get help, get help, my brother, yeah. my brother's messed up. And the guys are there's like these guards and they're coming yeah. towards him trying to figure out what's going on. And then Thor just like throws his brother at him, <laughs> knocking out all the guys. Oh man, get help is a good scene. Thor gets Loki up and they're talking and he realizes he's a projection. And in the background, Loki is like packing up or getting ready to do something and he gets shocked. And he ends up on the ground like Thor was earlier. Oh yeah. When they're in the elevator, Thor like patted him on the back and I assume that's when he put it on him. Yeah, he also said that he was deciding to stay on Sakaar and he was going to be like a ruler there. So yeah. once again, 
Loki's always trying. That's his, his mindset. He just wants to rule. Yeah, he tells him uh, he's very predictable, yeah. and he's always been the god of mischief, but he could be more. Yeah. Then Thor takes the Grandmaster's ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this ship is this ship is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes the ship, and uh, he's followed by Valkyrie and Banner and Valkyrie ship. And they're being attacked because uh, Grandmaster's uh, goons and platoon is definitely yeah. after them. And come to find out, this ship has no weapons. It's Grandmaster's orgy ship is what it is, right? <laughs> Orgies and stuff. Orgies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Banner's in the back. She's, did she say orgies? <laughs> and Thor's like, yeah, don't touch anything. Don't, don't touch anything at all. <laughs> right? But then we have this cool, like, this dope spaceship chase that happens. Valkyrie is whipping ass and taking names. Thor's doing work. Hulk is doing work. It's just a really, really fun scene. They eventually make their way through the devil's anus. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see, um, actually, back in the hangar where he left Loki, Korg picks him up and goes, Hey, man. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> we flash to the uh grandmaster's ship um they are flying through the devil's anus at this point there's a bunch of debris hitting the ship as they're trying to make it through this thing all the trash coming through uh then it goes to asgard scourge has got a bunch of the people lined up uh and he's asking about who took the bifrost sword and no one's saying anything hella and fenris they're watching and Hela calls out a lady that's standing in the crowd and tells Scourge to execute her. A Scourge lifts his axe, getting ready to take her head off, and a guy comes forward and says, I know where it's at. The Grandmaster's ship then comes out of the portal. Everybody's been roughed up, so they're all knocked out. Yeah. And then they come to as the ship approaches Asgard. <laughs> Banner looks around. He says, I thought it would be a lot nicer. He's like, well, it's it's nice, but it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they're looking on like a heat signature scanner on the ship and they see Hela's heading towards a big cluster of heat signatures in the mountains where the Asgardians are held up. Yeah. So they kind of come up with a plan on how they're going to take on this, that Thor is going to take on Hela alone. The other two just needs to stay in the ship, try to find some weapons and just try to help out the people of Asgard. Then it jumps to uh, Hela and she finds the safe haven. There's this dope scene where she kind of takes it down with her spikes, uh, but nobody's there. And then we get yeah. a shot of Hemdall, and he got everybody out before they enter, and he's guiding them to the Bifrost. Hela's pretty upset about that, but Thor calls Hela back to the throne. He's sitting on the throne, and he uh, has this the staff. looks like his father's staff, and mm -hmm. just starts kind of like thumping it on the ground, and she starts walking into the throne room. And she starts telling him their backstory. Uh, her and Odin, how they used to drown civilizations in blood and tears. Then one day, Odin decided to become a benevolent king and cast her out. Yeah. Thor tells her that she can't rule because she's just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and they start fighting, guys. <laughs> yeah. So then it jumps over to um, Heimdall. He's leading the people to the Bifrost. And as he's walking everybody on the Bi Bifrost... They're approached by that big ass giant wolf thing. Um, so Finrist. 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 So they're stuck. 
So they actually start making their way back the other way. Um, but Scourge is leading the troops onto the bridge. And they're trapped in between Scourge and these troops in Fenrist. Yeah, and then it flashes back over to Thor and Hela fighting in the castle. Oh, yeah. They're really going at it, and she cuts one of his eyes out. Yeah, it was disgusting. Back on the uh, Rainbow Bridge, uh, Hemdall's uh, getting ready to fight Fenris as he's running at him. <laughs> and then uh, Banner's on the ship, Valkyrie's in the back of shooting. He says, I know what we need to do. And <laughs> he jumps off the ship like he's going to turn into the Hulk. Instead, he just slams on the bridge. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he hits the bridge so hard. It just lays there. The and reason it, why I love this, right? Because this is another callback, and I it was a different actor, yeah. but the Incredible Hulk is still a part of the MCU. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was Edward Norton at the time, but he falls out of the plane, and once he hits, he turns into the Hulk to take on the Abomination, which was like a reimagining of this scene with Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> but when he hits, I'm like, damn, he yeah. thud. Yeah, then Fenris walks over and just like nudges him like <laughs> like he's dead, you know, he's like, okay, that's not good. Uh <laughs> Fenris starts running at Hemdall again, and then the Hulk grabs him by his tail and pulls him back. Yeah. Uh they start fighting and end up falling off the bridge into the water below. We have a lot of action happening right now, man. We have a lot. Uh we got Korg Loki and the crew um show up and they're fighting on the ground. Emdahl and a bunch of the Asgardians are fighting. Um, Thor's getting mollywopped by uh, Hela. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of shit is about is mm-hmm. happening right now. Um, as Thor is about to die, uh, she is very strong. By the way, mm-hmm. you know he has this premonition again. He talks to his father. He's back on this on that cliff in in Norway with his dad. And, you know he says that you don't get your power from the hammer. You know the power is within. Yeah, when you got got hammers. Yeah, <laughs> you got hammers. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, let's go. Yeah. And then he goes like, you know, what about Asgard? She, she's here. He's like, Asgard is a people. It's not a place. Then he comes back, you know, electrocutes the hell out of her. She mm-hmm. freaking falls off the, the, the tower. And then Immigrant Son plays again. And what does Thor do? Whoops some ass. Whoops that ass. Yeah, he's uh, showing off these new powers. He's throwing lightning at all these different people around him. And then we get uh, Valkyrie getting off the ship. She's ready to fight. She does that badass walk up to the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, Hulk's fighting Fenris still. Loki uh, has arrived with the cargo ship with all the other... Uh, Revolutionists on there. Yeah, yeah. the revolution. Korg's <laughs> revolution, man. <laughs> <laughs> so they get off and start fighting as well. And they start uh, getting that ship loaded up with all of the Asgardians. One thing about... Fenris, too, is he actually bites through Hulk's leg. Yeah, that was, so, he's, that's a strong-ass dog. So he's he's legit. <laughs> strong-ass dog right there, man. You know, so this is a dope-ass scene. There's mm-hmm. so much going on. And like like Kavi said, the, the, the score to, the, to this movie is great. It's in the background. The cinematography is beautiful. It's just a lot of, like, pop and pizzazz. Yeah. You know, take you back to those Jack Kirby comics of, like, outer space and different times. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. And as, as everything dies down, Hela comes back. So wherever the hell she landed, comes back, too. And there is Thor, Loki, 
and Valkyrie right there, and Hell is approaching, <laughs> and Loki's like, he's not doing get help. Like, we're not going back to that. So they figure it out, and I think it's Thor who who says, like, you know, we just got to we got to bring on Ragnar. There's no way around it. We got to do it. Loki has to go get that helmet. Yeah, he says, you know, we got to stop her now because she's going to keep getting more powerful and then she's going to come after us. Yeah. Yeah, Loki heads to go grab Salter's crown and put it in the Eternal Flame so he can rise. And Valkyrie and Thor start fighting Hela and all the people are boarding the ship. Uh, Finally, the ship takes off and Hela hits it with one of her spikes. Yeah. Loki's in the vault now. He grabs the crown and he sees the Tesseract. Mm. And he just kind of stops and takes a look at it. And then it flashes back to Scourge and he's hiding in the ship with all of the Asgardians. Cause he's now decided he doesn't want to kill them all or get killed by Thor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he pulls out uh, two guns that he had from earlier that he got in uh, Midgard at a place called Texas. <laughs> uh, Des- he calls them Des and Troy when you put them together they destroy there you go <laughs> so he starts shooting some of the undead soldiers and jumps out of the cargo ship and that spike breaks off and the cargo ship keeps going and he yells out for Asgard then he yells at Hela and she kills him <laughs> oh yeah with the quickness, yeah. Just uh, with, spike, with the quickness. spike through through his chest. <laughs> so uh, Loki goes and finally gets Serta's helmet and puts it in the internal flame. And then we get this humongous Serta. is bigger than a house. He did say he was bigger. He's going to be bigger than a house. <laughs> big as a mountain. <laughs> he's big as a mountain, right? And so he starts destroying all of Asgard. And... At this point, we haven't seen Hulk in a good minute, okay? <laughs> we haven't seen Hulk in a while. Yeah. Like, this might have been at least like five or six minutes yeah. for the last time we saw Hulk. And then, you know, <laughs> out of nowhere, Hulk just jumps just and starts attacking Serna, yeah. right? He's like punching his head. <laughs> but he's tiny. He's like... It's so tiny. Like smaller than this one of this dude's fingers at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little... Thor's like, no, no, no. Hulk is like, big monster, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big monster. He's like, no, come on. So, like, you can just see it. All you see, like, in Hulk's face, he's like, all right, well, damn, I'm not going to have to fight this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hulk uh, runs and grabs Thor and Valkyrie, and they jump to the ship. Yeah. And uh, Hela starts fighting uh, the big monster. He, like, jams his sword down. Like, it looks like it takes her out. And then it goes all the way down to like the core of this. I guess it's a we call it a planet, and it starts to explode. Yeah. So then we get another funny Korg scene <laughs> where he's uh looking out the window of the ship while they're in space, looking at the planet about to explode. And he, he says, "With those foundations, uh, we can still rebuild. You know, we can <laughs> come back as long as the foundations are strong." And then the whole planet, the whole Asgard, blows up. He's like, "Well." <laughs> Those foundations are gone now, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good in that Korg voice. Yeah. Yeah, Taiki Wins, he just del- delivers as this character, man. They're kind of floating off, and they're in space now, so they're on this humongous... And what is what is this, like, carrier ship? What is this type of uh, ship now? I was just... I mean, it was just like a cargo ship. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like a car cargo ship. Which... Yeah, it's just like a big open ship where they can just move stuff back and forth, I guess. And, and they decide to where they're going to make home. And it's cool because we really never saw Thor as well take the throne. And he finally does on this cargo ship. It's yeah. different. Asgard is a people. Yeah, so they make the decision to go to Earth. Or Thor makes that decision. Yeah. Kind of gets the patch like like his dad mm-hmm. on, his, on his eyeball. Yeah, and makes their way to uh, Earth. We do have a mid credit scene on this one. Yeah. At this point, I just start calling it Mobile Asgard, the big ship. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Loki asks Thor about it being a good idea for him to go back to Earth. Thor's like, probably not. <laughs> he, says, he says, don't worry, though. I feel like everything's going to work out just fine. <laughs> <laughs> then we see a uh, dark shadow start to overtake their uh, window they're looking out of. And there's a humongous ship. Yeah. Way bigger than the one they got uh, right in front of them. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that is Thor Ragnarok. Javi, go ahead and take us, man. What did you think about this movie, brother? We discussed earlier, this is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. This one rolling into Infinity War and Endgame. That's like the three I watch in a row when I do watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was really fun. Big change from the other Thor movies. Other Thor movies were good too, but I think this one was just way better. It was a lot more fun. Yeah. A lot more on the uh, comic book side. Yep. As a movie. Good deal. How many buckets of popcorn do you give it, sir? I give this four buckets out of five. Nice. Nice. Nice, man. What about you? This movie is up there as like in my top five of favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Like, Thor was cool because Thor was cool because the, the first one. Yeah. I really like Kenneth Bragna, and Kenneth Bragna is a director who gives you Shakespeare, and that's basically what he gave you in that first Thor. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, Thor The Dark World, it was kind of like a rehashing, and they tried to go darker, they tried to go like gritty, yeah. but it didn't really do anything for me, man. So I was, yeah, so, I, so I went into. Thor Ragnarok, when I heard it was announced, and I was like, eh, it's going to be trash. Eh, it's not going to be. It's going to, whatever. I don't know how the heck Chris Hemsworth keeps on making these movies by himself, you know? <laughs> bring them bring him back just for Avengers movies at this point. Yeah. And then, we, then I saw the trailer, and you know, then I saw the trailer attached to a couple of movies before I saw them, and I'm like, bro, this might be fire. And I went into the theater, and it was fun. Yeah, I think a big part of that, too, was Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you said, just Thor on his own storyline wasn't quite working, but you make it a buddy comedy with Mark Ruffalo. And it works. And Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you know, it's it's also the director, Taika Waititi. Yeah, 100%. That guy is fabulous. He said, he said we're going to go weird. Right, he said. He said, if James Gunn and Guardians of the Galaxy can go weird, we're gonna go weird as well, man. We're gonna have a good time. This this gets five buckets of popcorn for me, man. Oh yeah, yeah. This is laugh your ass off action in your face. Like like I said, Jack Kirby, just beautiful shots throughout the entire movie. There's not a Mm -hmm. scene that you're like, that's an ugly scene. Yeah, it's beautiful from start to finish, man. Five Buckets of Popcorn, definitely up there in my top five favorite uh, MCU movies. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Movie in a Pod. 
On next week's episode, we are going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Not all of it, though. Not all of it, though. We're going to try. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So once again, I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter as I am Clyde B. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. J 8200 Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.